So that we together reading the Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day uh, 51, it's going to be in the page 89.5, Lord's Day 51, question 126. So I will make the I will say the question. I would like to all together uh, read the answer. So, what does the fifth petition mean? Give us our debt as we forgive our debtors. Means because of Christ's blood, not imputed for sins that we are in and of tremendous. So, I would like to invite you, please, open your Bible in Colossians, book of Colossians. Uh, 17. Colossians 3, verse 12 through 17. Put on them as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other, as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. And above all these Put on love, which brings everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, help us to understand this great benefit that we have received from you, the forgiveness of our sins. And help me to teach your people and give us your grace in this evening. That's my prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters, last week we learned that, that, that we need uh, the petition, give us our daily bread today. Because we need food every day, right? We are hungry all day. And some people are always hungry. And continuity of prayer is evident that we also need forgiveness daily. And we need to forgive daily. That is because 
we sin against God. And we sin against each other. We are sinners. Imperfect. We fail against God. And many times when we think we did right thing, we realize that attitude was motivated by pride or arrogance. When we become more aware of God's holiness, we understand that we need to say this prayer daily as we realize that our heart is still struggle struggles in the face of temptations and sins. However, we will learn something very comforting this evening. Jesus says that horizontal forgiveness works with vertical forgiveness. Brothers and sisters, forgiveness is a question of survival. Not forgiving is sinking into the turbulent waters of hurt that destroys us and turns our lives into a gray landscape of pain. We need to understand that we can receive forgiveness and forgive others because no one, again, is perfect. There is no perfect marriage. There is no perfect family. There is no perfect church. The simple fact that you and I are here tonight is eloquent proof that you and I have been forgiven. And we are also called upon to exercise forgiveness. Recognize, however, that forgiving is not an easy task. Someone's, someone once said, it is easy to talk about forgiveness until you have someone to forgive. That is because forgiveness is not something natural. Forgiveness is a work of grace. No one, no one forgive, forgives because they have a good education. No one forgives because they have um, a wonderful or oh, amazing personality. Easy person. No one forgives because they have a sensitive heart. Forgiveness, again, is a work of grace. Remember the Matthew chapter 6. When we, when we read the Lord's Prayer there, Matthew was a tax collector. A man who 
we might say, um, spent much of his life tying the screws of the debtors. He understood the economics of life that we need to pay what we owe to responsibility, responsibly. And what it was like to be unable to pay what, he, what is expected. That's why in Matthew you can read there, forgive our debts. When you owe, we, we owe God our lives for he sustains us. We owe our obedience to God. For he's our creator. And when we fail to pay what we owe by either sins of commissions or sins of omission, we get behind in our payments and we fail into debt. But if you read in Luke chapter 11, this, this, this same prayer is recorded by Luke. And it is not written to forgive our, our debt, as I said, in the Matthew. But it is written to forgive our sins. And that confirms the nature of the debt in Matthew. It is our sins. Peeled higher and deep. When we pray and ask for forgiveness, our debts... It is essential to understand that this request is made in the saddle of our relationship with God as his children, not as condemned individuals seeking mercy and pardon from a harsh or harsh judge. Because we, are, because we are redeemed by, Je- by faith alone in Jesus Christ. And we have complete forgiveness of our, for all our sins before God's tribunal of justice. Remember Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. And John chapter 4 verse 10. It is not that we love God. But he first loves us and sent his son, Christ Jesus, as appropriation for our sins. That is what Christ Jesus accomplished for you and me once and for all. What Christ accomplished is then applied to you and me when we trust in Jesus Christ. When we come and put our faith in Christ, we are justified by faith alone. The Apostle Paul, many times in the letter of Romans, says wonderfully to be justified by faith in Christ means we are forgiven for the debt. We own to God forever. I am forgiven. You are forgiven if we believe in Jesus Christ. Our debt is gone. We are enriched to the gates of heaven, are opened by faith in Christ Jesus. This is a legal forensic demand. The justice of God 
fully served by Christ Jesus for you and me. And he settles our debt. Like I said, this is a legal act. This is a forensic act. A court in term, solid terminology. If you believe in Christ Jesus, you are not only being re relieved of your debt and inputted with his perfect righteousness for life. But you have also, we have been also reconciled, reconciled to the Father. In other words, God has changed from the, from the, from the demand judge to receiving Father of his children in heaven. This prayer of forgiveness in the Lord's Prayer is a prayer to our Father. The prosperous covenantal relationship that we have approved by Christ Jesus. So when we pray, please forgive my sins, this is not a prayer for legal forgiveness of our judge. It is a prayer to request the forgiveness of our Father as His children and as a family members loved by our Father. Brothers and sisters, in John 13, Jesus talked about washing His disciples' feet. Remember that? He said that they were already clean, which refers to being justified. But their feet still needed to be washed, which refers to living a life that pleased God. Our feet still get dirty even after being justified. So the question is not about justification but about sanctification. It's not about cleaning ourselves before the judgment court, but about purif purifying our hearts before our, our Holy Father. Well, we have some people argue that confessing and asking for forgiveness is no longer necessary since our sins have been forgiven. However, this belief is correct. The reason is that we still have a relationship with the Father in heaven regarding our sanctification and growing Purity. We need to walk close to him in fellowship. And consequently, that calls for ongoing confession of sin. We should not stop praying. Forgive us our debts. Or forgive us our sins. In our family relationship as sons through the Father... And we should never stop looking to the cross of Jesus Christ as the ongoing grounds 
an application of that forgiveness. The prayer has a second related component. Forgive us our sins as we have forgiver, forgiven our debtors. Remember Matthew chapter 18? The parable shows there about forgiveness. That, that, that parable shows us how God's forgiveness can release us from the death of despair and bring us to the place of abundance in heaven. This, this should be motiva motivate us to forgive others. Even, even if their transgression against us seems small in comparison. Let us remember, brothers and sisters, that we too have been forgiven and extend that same grace to those around us. That parable, remember, the debtor had a debt of 10,000 talents. If you are wondering what a talent is, it is about a 75 pounds of silver. And in those, in those times, it was equivalent to 20 years of labor for an average worker. So, if we do the math, the debtor owned 200,000 years of work to pay back his debt. Of course, brothers and sisters, this is a parable. And it is highly unlikely that anyone could own, own such enormous debt. The point the parable is to illustrate that the debtor had an unpayably debt before his master or king. In the parable, there is a large debt that cannot be paid and a smaller debt that can be paid. This doesn't mean that the problems or mistakes that, that affect us are, are insignificant or insignificant, but they should be forgiven. Matthew 18 presents a stark contrast between the two depths and emphasize the need for forgiveness. Brothers and sisters, when we see the cross of Jesus, that cross draws us closer to God. It is also meant to draw us close, closer to each other with humble hearts. It reminds us of our sins, our lack of love, and calls us to keep return to God and to each other. 
We confess our sins, ask for forgiveness, give forgiveness. And in doing so, we are able to work together rather than apart. As Christians, we are expected to forgive one another. It is important to remember that if we are unforgiven to others, we cannot expect our Father in heaven to be forgiven to us, toward us. For example, in Matthew 18, it is emphasized that being unwilling to forgive and reconcile with others may lead to a torturing of conscience, mind, and heart. Therefore, brothers and sisters, it is crucial to let go of complaints and practice forgiveness in order to maintain health relationship with each other because we are a family of God and we need, we must forgive each other because we were forgiven by God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Let us pray. Help us Lord. Help us to keep our eyes on here and learn from here what you, what you did for us at that cross. Be with us and help us to follow you, Jesus. That's my prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.